0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At goToDobs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast on 101 ESPN. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It is Carricker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Hall of Famer, former Cardinal, and now MLB Network and Fox Sports analyst John Smoltz joins us. He's been a busy man early in this season. He's already called the Tigers and Reds, Yankees and Nationals, Angels and A's. scheduled to call the Angels and A's again today on MLB Network. Uh, John Smoltz, first of all, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. We do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh, the, the news is is that we've had at least 14 members of the Marlins that have tested positive. They were going to fly back home from Philly to uh, Florida today. And uh, we're reading on Twitter, John, that this season might be in jeopardy. Uh, wh- what is your reaction to that?
1: Well, I mean, obviously getting that news is not, not the greatest news in the world. Uh, and I think the protocols that are in place in Major League Baseball I'm sure when they were trying to figure this out had to have all kinds of scenarios play out that gave them the luxury of either, you know, moving a team from a hot spot or addressing it individually. And I think, you know, although this is not what you want to hear, I- I'm still confident that, you know, everyone's going to try to do their best to adjust and, and the great news at least up until this point has always been that Anyone who's been getting tested positive has been getting over it really quick, as far as Major League Baseball players. And I, I still am confident that we're going to be able to 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 adjust from this um, and and make some tweaks if, if need be. I, I, other than that, you know, nobody really has the answer. This is just coming out, um, but I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful that we can continue uh, the season and that the Marlins will will be able to adjust whatever they need to adjust accordingly
2: john i think a lot of people in philadelphia are probably holding their breath as the marlins played the phillies over the weekend do you think a lot of what happens moving forward is hinging on if we see anyone with the phillies test positive because trying to maintain it within one organization and one team is one thing if you now have two organizations that are dealing with this it could present uh, another group of problems
1: Yeah, I think that would be a a, a fair assessment. But at the same time, uh, you know, when you're really with your team, you're with your team. Uh, It's rare. I don't think it'd be rare um, that you would be with other guys on other teams unless you just met somewhere. And and I think, again, I'm I'm so impressed, you know, with everything that's going on up until this point to get it to this point, right? There's been a lot of speculation about how this was going to move forward and I don't think anyone felt it would be a hundred percent clean that there would be no issues, but up until this point, I think everyone, you know, like anything else, when you have certain rules and protocols, you're trying your best to make sure that you adhere to them. And you know, this might be another scenario where um, protocols have to be tightened up, but I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how it, how it's handled moving forward. And all I can say is I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that, that, you know We're able to continue, um, and we'll see what Major League Baseball is going to do as this news just comes down. The
0: Hall of Famer, John Smoltz with character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. John, you've had to play some 60-game stretches where your Braves teams really did have to sprint. How should teams handle this 60-game season?
1: Well, I think without a, a, man, a manuscript, I mean, every manager I've talked to is trying to figure it out on the fly from a standpoint of, I call it banking wins. You know, a a win is worth more than a win in this, in this little scenario. So you try to avoid a little bad stretch. You, you, you try to play each game a little bit differently than you would a regular season game. Um, You're going to have to rely on, on your roster. I mean, and and in this case, if you have any injuries or if you have anybody test positive, you know, there's going to, there's a reason why they're allowing you to have as many people to access, you know, because of this unprecedented season, I think if it gets a chance to get going, and in the in the in the middle of this season, you're going to see some incredible um, baseball played from um, I don't know. I mean, teams you wouldn't normally think would have a chance now have a chance, and and they're going to play their. You know, I think teams that have a little different philosophical approach this year would have a better chance. The great rosters are going to have. Um, You know, the great rosters are going to speak for themselves. The teams that were going to be great over 162 are still going to be great. Um, But the teams that didn't think they had a chance now or didn't have enough pitching now have a chance. Um, That's what I love about it. The competitive balance would, would, as this plays out, you'll see more teams in the mix.
2: John, one of the main storylines coming out of the first weekend of games was how players and viewers alike were reacting to no fans in the stands. And I kept thinking about pitchers because all eyes are on you when you're out there on the mound. And that has to be an intimidating thing or something that you thrive off of. So I was wondering how, how pitchers might feel not having the crowd actually there, but you still have the fan noise. And I know every player is different, but from your, uh, from your perspective, do you think that that would help or hinder a starting pitcher not having fans in the stands?
1: I really think it's personality driven. I really think some people are going to thrive in it and some are not. They're going to have to find a way to adhere to what they've always been used to. You know, not everybody else, not everybody has the same concentration level and not everybody can deal with um, sudden change or change that, you know, you just haven't been used to. I know early on in my career, I would have struggled. I, I would have been thinking about things you shouldn't be thinking about when you're on the mound because there's too much unknown. And, and like you said, there's just this empty space. And I think all the clubs having a chance to go through that second spring training in their own ballparks really helped everybody get used to as best they can. I think closers could have a big disadvantage coming out of the game with the adrenaline rush of everything being on the line. But I think what you have to do is create your own little, uh, world. I mean, you got to challenge yourself mentally, focus in a way that, you know, you don't drift. My biggest, um, uh, I guess apprehension for the year under these circumstances would be guys drifting and, and, and not, not losing uh, the attention of the season. But if things go awry, if, if the season doesn't get off to a good start, you're, you're, it's just human nature where you go, you know, this is just a throwaway year. The teams that stay locked in, the teams that have communication together, that do the things together – I literally will think we'll have the biggest advantage over the teams that just kind of go about it as it's, you know, no big deal and we'll just we'll just deal with it. I think you have to have an approach to this that is so unique and different. If you don't, you're, you're, you're behind eight ball a little bit, in my opinion.
0: The great John Smoltz with us on 101 ESPN. You've already called the Tigers Reds on MLB Network, Yankees Nationals on Fox, Angels A's, and today you've got Angels A's all from Secaucus. How has that been?
1: You know, it's been pretty good. I, it, it, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I mean, The one thing is the prep work is, is very interesting because all these games are different, and Um, you know, when you're trying to go from zero to a hundred, that's been, that's been a little bit of a challenge, but I've been so pleasantly surprised by how, uh, from a production, what, you know, again, everyone has to make adjustments, broadcasters too. I mean, this is something that you're not used to when you're at the park, you get the feel, you get to talk to players. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, video conference calls going on, which helps, but, um, as, as, as these next 11 days play out, uh, it, it is, is very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up that baseball's being played and I'm, I'm hopeful that we're going to continue to get through whatever we need to get through and everyone is safe and, and there's no issues moving forward. And like I said earlier, I mean, fortunately, you know, even the people that have tested positive before seem to be getting over it very quick, maybe asymptomatic. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that baseball's back. And I I really think people are going to love this season as it plays out. And hopefully it does play out just the way I I imagined it.
0: Hey, John, one last thing from me, and I think you'll love hearing this. Carlos Martinez used to try to muscle up through a 98, 99, and he would go three, two, three, one all the time. He's cut back now. It's 95, 96, but he's enhanced his command, which is something that you've talked about for years. And, even though he's not throwing 98-99, he's throwing 95-96, his command is so much better. And I know you've advocated that for pitchers for such a long time. From your perspective, what can that do for a guy like Carlos Martinez?
1: Oh, it's going to do so much. Um, you know, when you ask somebody who's never had to do that, do it, it is a very it's not that easy. Right. I mean, it's like me telling somebody, uh, just take five miles an hour off your curveball ball. Once you break more, when you're used to doing something, muscle memory, it takes time to be able to unchange that. But I'm telling you, there are so much, you know, it's a longer career for them. It's a healthier career, in my opinion, but it's a trust factor. And the the problem with it, because young players don't always have the resources to be able to go through and learn in a year we have instant access and instant pressure on them. So the moment something goes awry, you, your tendency is to revert back to what you know. And hopefully he can stay in that lane because I'm telling you, we watch pitchers all the time, and I watch games all the time, and I see guys with tremendous stuff. But my 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 wish is that they get to play with that tremendous stuff as long as possible and harness you know harness it, but to, that they can become their own pitching coach. I really, really believe that if, if, if pitchers understood that they need to learn how to become their own pitching coach as fast as they can, their careers would flourish. You know, there's so much information, there's so much great help, there's so much one-on-one teaching, but they have an opportunity if they're, if they're willing to learn themselves, and it would just be so advantageous for them in their careers.
2: Last thing, John, on Friday, we saw Yadier Molina take his position behind the plate for his 16th season in a Cardinals uniform. And it seems like everything in 2020 is different and Yadi and his performance stays the same. But he comes into this year in the best shape of his life. He looks like he hasn't missed a beat. And I would just love an evaluation of or Molina as a catcher from your perspective.
1: Well, you got to understand what his mindset is, and it's unlike anybody I've ever been around. And that's the first battle that you have to have as a player. You know, you got to want to play every game, even though if it's not realistically possible, you got to take care of yourself, and you got to be a student of the game, which he has every uh, box covered and checked. And he just has a lot of pride in, in what he does. And I, I just never been around a player at that position that has gone through what he has um, and maintained what he has and has gotten better. And that to me, you know, he's headed for the hall of fame, no doubt. And, um, I just don't know if we're ever going to see another guy like him and, you know, other players aspire to be certain players that they admire. And I think if you're a young catcher, um, you're trying to attain and that's such a high level, but, um, I can't, you know, when you see people from afar until you're actually playing with them, that's the most amazing thing. I played one my whole career basically for one team, and I would see people from afar and think one thing, but then when you actually get to throw to somebody, all the words you hear and the scouting reports, and it all makes sense, and getting to throw to him was unbelievable, and that's not to knock anybody else that I've ever thrown to. I'm just talking about from afar. You hear people say, wow, what a what a receiver. He's this, he's that. And when you see it, you go, now I know why everyone's saying that. And that truly was a fun time for me to end my career, you know, in the, in the fashion that I did. John
0: Smoltz, we'll be looking forward to you on MLB Network at 2.30 this afternoon, St. Louis time, Angels and A's. We love your work, and we appreciate you taking some time with us this morning. Thank you.
1: All right, thanks, guys. Be safe.
0: You too. Take care. That is the Hall of Famer, former Cardinal John Smoltz, with us on 101 ESPN. And if you're just hopping into your car and you haven't heard, maybe you haven't been on social media this morning, the news today bad for Major League Baseball because the Marlins have had eight more players and coaches test positive for the coronavirus. They now have 14 players, and we'll give you the latest from Craig Misch. Who uh, tweeted about a half hour ago? He's and and he covers the Marlins. Uh, He's waiting to hear if the entire season has been canceled. Nothing definitive yet. He says, In jeopardy seems to be the most texted term to me in the last 30 minutes. He adds now, within the last few minutes, if the Marlins are to continue their season, it will be with a minimum of 10 players from their alternate campsite, few with big league experience, many with none. They will also need alternate coaches, some with no big league coaching experience as well. So then, after the Marlins assemble this squad, they then need to somehow play games against the Orioles in Miami, These same alternate players and coaches, then hypothetically would get back on a plane with the guys who did not test positive and fly back to Baltimore on Thursday.
2: Yikes, Randy.
0: And obviously, we had Buster Olney before all of this got started saying he gave them a 5% chance of getting started and a 0% chance of getting finished.
2: That that bubble scenario is looking like the only thing that would have ever potentially worked and as, as not, we go Probably
0: this. not in Arizona or right. Florida. Man. Our thanks to John Smoltz. Next up, uh, it is safety first around baseball. Let's see uh, what happens with the Marlins. But the Cardinals and Pirates and the umpire yesterday were actually good about it. That's next on 101 ESPN.